Welcome to the I Get Better podcast with your hosts, Charlene Renee and Phaedra Smith, where we discuss topics related to life, love, mental, physical, and spiritual health, and how we can all get better together. Welcome back to the I Get Better podcast. I am your host, Charlene Renee. And I'm Phaedra Smith. And today we're going to be talking about how I get better when I leave the nest. Yes. The, the whole... do it one day. <laughs> what? I said, we all got to do it one day. <laughs> yes, one day. Yes. I mean, I remember when we, I remember growing up and, and saying, I can't wait till I'm grown. And, <laughs> and then that I day comes. I haven't really said that. I feel like I just knew it was coming, but I didn't ever really like say it, have to have the need to say, I can't wait till I'm grown. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's share our leaving the nest stories before we get started. You, I think that'll be fun. That like, will be when fun. When was the first time we left the nest? I left the nest. God, it's leaving the nest is like, okay, you have to really define that because I technically physically left the nest at 17 years old because that's when I went off to college. And, but that's like an awkward time in your life because you leave in the nest, but you really not, like for me anyways, I still wasn't quite independent because I still needed my family's resources to survive. But I also had my own, you know, that's when I started occurring debt, you know, thank you financial aid, not really. But I don't know. I feel like I didn't really, really, really leave the nest until I was like married. Okay. So... That's your leaving in this story. That's my leaving this story. <laughs> I feel like I will add on if I feel like I have missed something okay. when you tell your story. <laughs> well, I, I, I pretty much have a similar story. I left the nest when I was 17 to go to college. I was I was actually turning 18 the first day of school. Oh, wow. <laughs> when I went to college. And so that's when I moved out of my parental home. Like I packed up all my belongings and I left. And I never returned. Like I stayed out of the nest from then on. I stayed out of the nest. To go, you know, get married and get my own house. But I was pretty independent from the gate. Like I wasn't relying on anybody mm-hmm. other than financial aid and my own employment checks to yeah. to pay my bills from a pretty early age. So for me, I I know that there's a lot that goes into developing the attitude and the skills to, to be able to do that at 17, especially now in this economy and this day and age, which we'll have to get into later about the feasibility of that. Yeah. But at that time, back in what, 2003, I was able to do that and stay out of the nest. You know, I, I always looked at you and there was like, you know, other people like even my husband you guys didn't really I I didn't say that you couldn't rely on your family but there were some people that I knew like my husband he couldn't rely on his family and so you guys just kind of like when you left you launched and it wasn't no it wasn't going any going back and um but for me I always felt like I had that option which I feel like in a way crippled me because it does shape your mindset there was I had friends that they were just living life independently but for me it was weird because I still like I was a grown person but not really even at 19 because I still had to kind of take on my parents opinions and you know because I still needed them so it's a really awkward place to be Mm-hmm. especially if you like now you've graduated or now you've kind of been you in your 20s and now you 
and you still at home with your parents. So yeah, let's talk about let's talk about some of the barriers and maybe maybe even just really going into not just the barriers, but like the for the people that don't move out or the people that move out but then have to move back in. The barriers. Yeah, I think we'll get in that. We we have to define the thing first. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. So what, what we're talking about is the concept today of failure to launch. And we always want to define what we're going to be discussing so that we can have a clear understanding, the audience can have a clear understanding to the context of our conversation. Yes. So I have the definition. Failure to launch syndrome is, in short, the inability to be independent and self-reliant. Failure to launch is common in young adults, especially young men between 18 to 30. It refers to parent dependency and can be associated with unhealthy codependent relationships. So some causes to the fit to failure to launch syndrome can be low self-esteem, anxiety, depression, unsuccessful differentiation. So like the responsibility versus rebellion, perfectionism, substance abuse, poor social skills and executive functioning issues. And that goes into just your thinking, your higher level thinking, making decisions. And, you know, even for some people that have ADHD, that that also is affected if you have ADHD. Right. Organizational skills and things like that. And then also um, when I was researching this subject, I saw they also refer to this as the Peter Pan syndrome. Because, you know, Peter Pan grew up. <laughs> so not only do they refer to it as the failure to launch syndrome, but Peter Pan, which I thought was interesting. And then also they have a term for the millennials who come back home. They call them boomerangs. Ah. So you've got baby boomers and then you've got boomerangs. So you throw them out, then they come back. They go and they return back home. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about these boomerangs today and how to get better at leaving the nest. So let's talk about those barriers. Let's talk about what are some things that prevent um, the successful launch or leap from the nest and staying in flight and not falling flat on your face, hitting the ground. So what do you, what do you have for some barriers, Phaedra? Well, I like that um, the definition that I read because it really goes into my first point, which is your mindset. But your mindset is really affected by maybe some underlying other issues like low self-esteem, anxiety, depression, those types of things. But monitoring how your mind, what you're thinking so that the whole I feel stuck and maybe that's because I'm depressed, I have anxiety, maybe I'm struggling with substance abuse, Maybe I don't know how to financially plan my life, but those things really go go into play when it comes into how I'm thinking, how I'm feeling, and then therefore how I'm behaving. So I talk about that cognitive triangle a lot, the thoughts and the feelings and the behaviors and how all of those are connected. So really your mindset plays a huge role in it. For sure, because if you, you have to first be able to think think successfully and think about what you're going to do before you can ever do it. And if there's those things that are blocking that from happening, you definitely have to address those. Uh, one of the things you read, and I've also read up on, is sometimes it's not that these boomerangs are incapable of doing it, but some of them suffer from perfectionism. 
And that keeps you stuck when you feel like everything should go 100% according to plan. You should be right out the gate making six figures. You should have all the best opportunities and nothing should, you should not have to experience any failure. And when you do, reality slaps you in the face. You may be tempted to just give up because you're expecting perfection and that's just unrealistic. And having those unrealistic expectations can definitely hinder your progress. So being able to address that is definitely key. And then I also feel like some of the barriers are just deficits, whether you lack motivation, whether you lack drive or energy, whether you lack resources, because you do need resources in order to successfully launch, whether you get them from yourself or from a parent who may help you out, which there's nothing wrong with that or some other family member, but also lack of planning, not having a plan, not being able to know where to start to develop a plan is some of the barriers that I see or have seen as keeping you from being able to launch and stay launched. Right. I agree with that. And uh, one thing I wanted to um, maybe even add on is another barrier is shame. But shame plays a role in that idea of perfectionism also. And so perfectionism from Brene Brown, she defines it as it's not the same thing as striving to be your best. It's really it's and it's not the same thing as self-improvement. And so a lot of us were raised that if we, at our core, we kind of have this belief system that like, if I have good grades, good manners, if I follow the rules, if I people please, if I look good, if I, if I do well in sports, then somehow that's kind of how I've, I'm being praised for my achievements and my performance. So now you have these boomerangs that really they had these expectations and then all of a sudden they don't have the same praise because they didn't meet the expectation that they maybe set for themselves or that their parents set for them, you know, or society or their culture, whoever. And all of a sudden now I'm not getting the same level of praise and my perfectionism kind of kicks into overdrive, which is really self-destructive because perfection, being perfect is, is not something that's attainable. Right. It's an illusion that you forget and you can be good at things you can be great at things you can be expert what they call expert level at some things but you no one is ever able to be perfect so it's just chasing a phantom at that point and keeping you like you said in a state of destruction because it's not gonna happen and you'll just be staying where you are until you're able to achieve this unrealistic goal and it's not fair to you to do that So, yeah, you definitely have these barriers in place. Before we get into the ways to get better, let's talk about the fact, uh, that piece about where there are times where people leave the nest and then circumstances of life happen and they are forced in a way to return back to the nest, maybe just temporarily, maybe for a long-term time. You just, you don't know, but those circumstances are a bit different from those who just never leave in the first place, I I think. And not to say that one is any better or worse than the other, but just what are those times where 
people come back to the nest and it's not because they lack motivation or drive or have goals. They may just have student loan debt. They may just have not been able to get a job to adequately afford. And and the reality is a lot of people need two incomes to be able to afford to live on their own and survive on their own. Or they need roommates, even if they're not married or they're not in a relationship where they have two incomes, but they need some level of support in order to function independently away from their parents. So let's talk about that for a minute and how you could see that as being a benefit perhaps for a time because it's some, sometimes you may be helping each other out when you do that. If you're contributing to the household, if you have to move back home, it may alleviate some stress, financial stress on your parents or whoever you move in with, or it may be alleviating some stress for you. It may be putting you in a position to where you can be functioning independently, financially and emotionally independently. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. There are things and circumstances that are out of your control. And I believe that embracing that is going to be very important. Embracing each season of your life is very, very important. And I think that's where a lot of us get hung up because we have these expectations, but we're not willing to just flow with life and adjust, you know, and be more flexible with maybe where life is taking us. And you're right, saving money or helping your parents out for a time, that might be the season that you're in. And being okay with that might be what you need to do in order to succeed during this time. Saving money, shifting your perspective and saying that that season was then, maybe I was on top at that point, or maybe I was investing in my education, but now life has brought me back here. And so what are some positives that I can I can pull out from being in this season of my life? Shifting your perspective is going to be huge in that in that situation. And some of that's required on both ends because you have a perspective from the person who's the the baby bird or the boomerang is coming back into your life or your household and now you're attitudes and expectations may need to shift and the person who's who's actually doing the boomeranging um, has to change that attitude and their perspectives as well so let's let's get into those ways to get better at leaving the nest what are some things that practically we can do or people can do in order to move forward into that So one of the things I already mentioned was your mindset, but we just kind of talked about it, shifting your mindset, shifting your perspective, you know, getting, getting help, getting a mentor, getting a coach or, you know, therapy, that's important. And it, when you allow shame to sort of let you sit in the corner and, and hang your head down, then I think that that is what stops you from getting out of the nest or getting unstuck is when we let shame kind of like just hide us in the corner and we don't want to tell people that hey this failed I tried and this wasn't working I had to I had to shift my career because I was unhappy so we allow shame to really dictate how we move and and how we progress from a situation so that's my biggest thing is go get help talk to someone put it out there don't allow shame to just you know get bigger and take over your life and, and keep you sitting in your room I agree. Get the help you need. It doesn't always have to be therapy, although therapy whoop, whoop, is awesome. <laughs> but yes. you may, you may, like you said, just seek a mentor, seek an older, wiser person, seek out a peer who's going in the direction you would like to go go in, who you can draw inspiration from, 
listen to a podcast, <laughs> do whatever you need to do to get the help that you need. You may need some help in a specific area where you have the tools you need. You have your degree. Maybe you need someone to help you with your resume. Maybe you need someone to help you with a career coach or something like that to help you get on the track that you want to go on. But definitely don't feel uh, so ashamed that you prevent yourself from seeking that help. I also think another thing that has to take place is that there are certain skills that have to be developed. So when you're talking about developmental tasks, in order for me to be able to leave home at 17 and and be independent for the most part and function the way that I did, there were some things that had to take place before I ever left. It couldn't, you're not just going to wake up one day, snap your fingers and be like, oh, I'm so independent. I have my own apartment. I'm doing everything I need to do. All my bills prepared that just doesn't happen overnight so if you don't get those developmental skills during your adolescent years up until you graduate high school you may have to start developing them a little later and one of the skills that you you absolutely must develop in order to see level some success in your life whether it's launching from the home or otherwise is the skill of resilience and that can only be learned. I don't think you're born with it. I think you learn this skill through going through some trials and some tribulations in life, going through some struggles, going through some failures so that you can learn that everything doesn't always work out. That doesn't mean you quit. You keep going. You go past the point of failure. And so having opportunities to learn that resilience, grit, you know, working your way up. If you have to, starting at the bottom, no one starts at the top, typically unless you're born into millions or (laughs) something like that. Most people don't start at the top and being okay with that, you know, getting in a, getting your own place with a roommate is a start. It doesn't mean you have to have this sky view penthouse, you know, looking, looking, overlooking New York city to start to be considered successful, but start, take baby steps and start where you can. Another thing I wanted to talk about is If you are in a position where you're the parent and you have children returning home to the nest, you have someone boomeranging back, it's going to be very important that you set from the get-go expectations, limits, and boundaries surrounding that move. There needs to be some kind of agreement. There needs to be some kind of time limit. There needs to be something in If you need to get it in writing, get it in writing and have everyone sign on the dotted line about what is this going to look like? Because now you have adult um, needing to compromise and contract with other adults. It's not, it's no longer, I'm the parent, you're the child, you do what I tell you to do, period. I pay the cost to be the boss, that's what it is. (laughs) That's how it's going to be. Because it's a different dynamic when you have adult children either remaining in the home or moving back into the home. So being able to set those boundaries, limits, and expectations and be very clear about them and also stick to them is going to be key to your sanity and their sanity. Yeah, just to add on to that, I was just thinking it will save a lot of relationships by having those clear expectations. And also it'll help possibly that child and yourself to have to set goals. So because maybe you guys are helping each other out for a season. Okay, that season's going to run out. So reminding yourself and the child, hey, we got to keep working towards this because the time is running out. It's going to be helpful in them continuing to progress 
into adulthood and then also for you know maybe that parent that was relying on the the income for help at some point the healthy thing to do is to grow and to go so that's <laughs> I think that I like that is that. very important. Grow and go. Grow and go. It's I'm not that on my kids. I need y'all to grow and go. And go. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. I mean, that's how the world works. We can't continue to be dependent on each other in unhealthy ways. So the natural order is for them to progress and go. So I thought I think today's topic was really good. And I'm excited about possibly getting questions you know, to follow up on it and expanding yeah. on Facebook. I think it'll be fun. Definitely. I think this is an important discussion to have, especially now times are changing. Of course, we're going through a pandemic and we're seeing things happen that we haven't seen before. So it's, again, it's not always a bad thing. There may be some families right now who are going through this as right. we eat, where they're needing to come together for the sake of mutual benefits you know we need to combine our income someone lost their job someone lost their housing we need to come back together and help each other out and so that's a little different from our first perspective of just someone failing to launch and leave the nest but it still is helpful i think to utilize some of these concepts because there's going to come a time where all of this is going to adapt and adjust and maybe you needed to move in for six to eight months to a year and now pandemic is over let's start making some plans and back to where we were before right 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 that's going to require another discussion so yeah we definitely want to keep the conversation going and we will be doing that on social media so make sure you like share comment rate subscribe yes did i get them all (laughs) yes you did to the i get better podcast and let us know give us your feedback on this topic and what you're doing what are some ways you're getting better at or what your experience is with this concept of the failure to launch syndrome Mm -hmm. well until next time let's keep getting better so we can do better in order to be better Bye.